<clears throat> hello. <clears throat> oh, hello, mate. Sorry about the frog in my throat there. Let me just get this apple. Yeah. So did I, uh, just before we started. So. <laughs> no, hello, everyone. <sighs> Welcome to Mental Health Check-In. This is what we're going to be doing every few weeks. See how everyone's doing. Give us some advice. Tell some people some facts that they might not know about mental health. Find out some things they don't know about themselves. Let's see. <clears throat> how are we today, Joe? How are you mentally? Let's ask you today. Okay. No, um, I'm good today. Like I said, I've had, a, I've had a weird thing with the beer because I was drinking way too much and then something just kind of flicked mm. in my head. And I did yesterday, I did like a full 24 hours without, I'm not saying like I was a full-blown, you know, alky, but I was definitely drinking more than what I probably should have been. Um, and then yesterday, just had kind of some flip switch went in my head, um, didn't drink for 24 hours. Um, tonight, I've had, I tried one and I wasn't really into it, so I've had a coffee. I've got one with me now, obviously, for the chat, but yeah, no, so I'm going through a bit of a change in myself at the minute. And it's not, nothing's prompted it, it's just kind of, I just kind of woke up and bumped. Okay, let's let's give this a go at cutting down a bit. And is it working? Yeah, I feel better. Yeah, I feel better for it already. Like that haziness has gone from the morning, so I'm more productive and things. So yeah, no, I definitely feel better for it. Good. That's what we want. We want to, we want to feel better. We want yeah. to better. I don't, like I've said to Rowan, I'm not sure it's going to last forever, but I'm just enjoying it while it is lasting because I was just it's because I'm busy now. I wasn't busy. When I wasn't busy, I, I had nothing to do, so I was bored. So I was just like, ah, I'll have a beer. Yeah. It wasn't out of enjoyment. It wasn't, or it wasn't to get drunk or anything. It was just, oh, I'm bored of drinking water now. I've got beer in the, fr- in the fridge. I'll have that. It wasn't like eight o'clock in the morning. It was, you know, eight cans every night. And I just thought, this is getting a bit out of hand now. So knock it on the head a little bit. Eight cans a night. Not every night, but it was it was a vicious cycle of I'd have an anxiety attack, and the only thing at the minute that I could that I could think of that would stop me having this anxiety attack was have a beer. Then obviously you have a beer that leads into another one, and then what does what does beer do to you? Gives you anxiety. See, so I... it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, at least you've noticed it. At least when you've. Well, yeah, I know. I know when it's happening at the time as well. I know it's not good for me. It's just obviously when you're having these horrific panic attacks and stomach pains and things like that, and it's really painful. And you think, oh, I can just have a beer and that sorts it. Then you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to do it, aren't you? So I just had to wait till I was in a good headspace, and I am now. So now it's uh, managed to knock it in the head a little bit. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that you that. We got any? We got no voice now. Your audio is really bad, and it keeps cutting out. Really? Fantastic. Yeah. Let's move my phone over here. Hopefully, it's closer to the Wi Fi somehow. Yeah, no worries. But it's not even showing me the show activity. Oh, here we go. We've got Squish, we've got um, I Am Wah, Avon, Aussie Dave. Uh, Aussie Dave shared the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, mate. Thank you all for joining, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. There's some two two boys there. Sean, do you want to play these, mate? Yeah, yeah. Hi. How are you guys? 
Hope you're well. Much love. Yeah, we're good. We're good, Squish. Thank you. Yeah, we're cheers. All good. Well, yeah, good. Um, whereas I've had a shit, no, not shit day. I've just felt shit today. I had a coffee this morning and I was buzzing off my tits. And I think I'm just like, yeah, I remember you, you saying when you spoke when you spoke to me. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, it's just the caffeine. Um, don't know. I'm not not feeling great right now. But hey, it's good. It could, good, uh, good time. Caffeine does give me a crash. Yeah. Yeah, it, do, it gives me a crash, and then I end up. So I have one in the morning because I never you know, said to you, no, I never used to drink coffee, never used to like it. Um, well, I go through not liking it's a strong word. I go through stages with it where sometimes I really like it, and then other times it just makes me really dehydrated. And I hate the smell and taste of it. I'm back yeah. into it in a minute, and I'm having like one in the morning, then when I'm crashing around five, six o'clock at night, I'll have another one, and I'm all right. Yeah, I've, I've been similar, but I've been having Monster, and Monster is not good for me. It's not good for anyone. No, it's not good for anyone, mate. No, it is poison, but it tastes pang. So... Yeah, it's it's probably good for taking the tarmac off the drives, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, stripping lead off Chernobyl. Yeah, um, yeah. But other than that, uh, we listen to this one. We got uh, Watt and Pete Curry. I'll, I'll press this one, mate. Justgeorge.com. Uh, Joe, what's going on? I hope you guys are having a great day. Cheers, mate. Just doing a mental yeah. health check. Okay? <clears throat> Seeing how everyone else is doing. How how are you? You, you can respond to to our mate. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, just yeah, that's that's what we're doing today. So it's obviously we usually do like jokey ones and things like that. And we thought, do you know what? If we want to talk about something that means it's quite close to our hearts, and that is mental health. So we just thought we'd do a check in um, yeah. every now and then to make sure that. We're both a we're both doing all right, and b that all you guys that listening are doing all right as well, and try to help where we can. But obviously, we're not professionals, but we'll try and impart advice as best as we can. Yeah, we're not professionals at all. Um, also, I want to say now that if you don't want to share and you are struggling, um, if you click on Joe's face, go to our Instagram and go to the link tree. I have added a list of A to Z of mental health charities in England. Um, I couldn't find one for Worldwide when I looked, but... Um, um, I've you... got one. Oh, fantastic. Right, I'll update it with I've uh, got, Joe. yeah. I've got, um, got a load of lists that we're going to put on there, and um, I've also created a channel in our Discord, which I'm going to make um, private, so only people that want to see it can see it, and we'll have a, it be like a serious mental health chat thing. With... We're not here to joke about mental health tonight, so please don't send any voice messages joking about it, because if you do, we'll just block you. Yeah, we're not. We're <clears throat> we're trying to do a serious one. Um, so we can have a joke here and there, but we want the main focus to be about mental well-being, mental health, uh, and just yeah. help people who need it. But again, like Joe said, we're not professionals. Um, I mean, I struggle myself daily uh, with my mental health, so <clears throat> it's a, it's something that's quite close to to uh, both of us. So it's it's uh, worth doing a nice little mental health check in now and then. Um, yeah. It was voice notice from Pete Creator, mate. Good evening to you both. Hello, Pete. Cheers, mate. Hello, Hi, Aussie Dave. Hello, boys. Hey, hope you're well. I just woke up. So, it's been alright. 
out so far. I was listening to Warren Melvin. Sent old mate Joe a message. Uh, sorry, mate. Sorry if I if I made you spill your your coffee or whatever it was. Uh, I'm having my coffee now. My one coffee for the day now. I used to have like four, and uh, I realised recently that it was fucking with my anxiety and uh, to kind of give me sort of hearing problems as well. So I cut that shit down. Just one a day now. Just one a day. But yeah, it's Friday here, so I'm feeling good. Hopefully, uh, have a good day at work, and I'll keep listening to you guys. All right, cheers. Nice one, Dave. I didn't, I didn't know that about coffee though. That you can damage your hearing and stuff. Too much caffeine can do anything to you, mate. It yeah, really... I know. Yeah, I know. It's, I know it's not great for you at all. So that's why I'm not coughing the head for ages. It's ever since I had that scare with um, drinking energy drinks. Yeah. Stop doing that because I've got a dodgy heart anyway. So drinking an energy drink for me is like playing Russian roulette, basically. So I'm not that and coffee on the head because I used to have one of those big coffee, um, you know, the things with the plunger on the top. Things. Oh, a cafetiere. That's the, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, I used to have one of those that looked like a giant one and I'd have that with me in the office all day. So I'd have like six cups of coffee and it just ruined me. So I've only just got back into it after four years. Yeah. Um, then that's only because the tea is crap out here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I was knowing the big words coming from a council estate. Get it. Um, so, guys, we want to hear from you. Um, how do you guys cope when you're having a bad day? Now, we know not everybody has depression, anxiety, you know, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, all that sort of thing. But what advice would you give to somebody? Um, or have you seen... Uh, that would benefit people maybe listening um, or has benefited yourself in the past. Now, this I don't like saying the word safe space, but for tonight, this is a safe space. And if anybody gets any abuse or we get trolls, they'll just be blocked straight away. Don't yeah, we're not even going to give them a second. We're not even going to give them a second, a second of time. We're just going to block them, move on, carry on. So... One thing that I do uh, to make myself feel better when I'm having a bad day is make people laugh. That's why yeah. I became a comedian. Because I am crippled with depression and anxiety, but I can still get on a stage and make a room full of strangers laugh. I'm using the word full quite loosely there because some gigs I have a four. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's, that's what inspires me. Uh, yeah. is, is making other people not feel like I feel. Uh, and that's yeah, why I'd... I think that I think that's such a common thing with people who mm. do stand up comedy or any, or any form of entertainment in that aspect, so with being music or TV or acting, whatever. I think a lot of you, well, you read it all the time, don't you? That a lot of people in those sort of trades have some sort of mental health um, issue. And that they are quite often doing it not in like a self-sacrifice sort of way, but because making other people happy makes them happy, they're doing it. It's like a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think, I think that was very, very common. Very common. I mean, I, I used to I used to enjoy it. I didn't – I used to get a good feeling out of it. I didn't do it uh, because I was feeling anxious or depressed. I just did it because I used to like doing it. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed the feeling afterwards and chatting to everyone afterwards and then saying thank you. It was a lovely feeling, but – 
one of mine. What do, what do I do? Um, so I will either watch something from childhood, like wrestling or something like that, so I can just escape. I'll just get in bed, put wrestling on, and I'll go back to being, you know, 11 years old again. Or um, I like to draw sometimes as well. That takes me away. Just anything that I can, like, put my full attention on, I'll do that. Yeah. That's good ones, mate. They are good ones. We've got two from, two from Squish. I kind of revert back into, like, a child-like... <laughs> state of mind i guess like curl up to my squishmallows which is why i collect them because everyone's like why do you got them because they're absolutely amazing for panic and anxiety disorders uh, and me having um non-epileptic attack disorder which is like a type of um panic disorder associated with epilepsy <coughs> um it uh, helps with that. Uh, so I like watch my favourite TV programme. Just like I give in to everything and try not to feel guilty about it. Like just put the blanket on me. Just give myself what I need. Like give myself a little bath. Like it's the self-care part two. Part two. So like... I, I always watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a kid, so I always watch it when I'm feeling rough. Like, and it just helps me feel safer. I don't know. And, like, I try to um, practice, like, a journal. So I have a journal. And at the end, I've got, like, a little mantra um, that I write that says it's all going to be okay you've got through today um a day will come where you will be okay and yeah that's my way I think, yeah <clears throat> it's, it's a great sorry to um put in straight away but the, the instant thought was um was yeah taking the day to yourself not punishing yourself for having a bad day that's something that i'm gradually learning to do is don't punish yourself for being, feeling bad. It's not a bad thing. It's just a bad day in the past. Just go, right, that's it. Today is today. I'm going to do nothing today. I'm going to sit around in my pants, watch what I want on the TV, um, eat what I like or don't eat what I like, depending on how I feel, and just not feel too bad for feeling bad. Yeah. Don't. <clears throat> the worst thing about mental health and having a bad day is, like you said, people... Um, sort of I don't know a word for it but when you're on your own and you're having a bad day you're you're alone with your thoughts yeah so you tend to punish yourself a lot don't you and just, you, yeah. you argue with yourself in some sort of way don't you you like you not you don't kind of want to get on with the day but yeah. in reality you, your head's telling you you need to get on with stuff but in reality no you don't you just need to take some that's your brain telling you take some time for yourself take, take a day don't feel bad for it you, need, you just need a day yeah 100% um, it's and also always you've got to look out for number one. Always got to look yeah. out for number. One. Yeah, like I say, it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult when you've got when you've got kids, you're a single parent, stuff like that, because you you don't get that time really. You don't get that time. You've got to try and find it somewhere. Find it somewhere. So it's like um, I'm a sod for doing things when I'm having a bad day. So I'll like still be doing work on the podcast and stuff like that. And in reality, it's like no. What you need to do is just shut the laptop. 
put your phone in another room and just sit and chill and watch whatever you want on the TV. So mine's usually like the flash or something. I'll binge that and that's, that's me having the day off. But, I, but, you know, do as I say, not as I do is my is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, just quickly, we'll play this voice note, but mm -hmm. um, I, wanna, I just want to put it out there um, just so it's not us asking people um, to share their experiences. If anybody wants to ask me any questions, because my I'm only 26, uh, but I have had, I wouldn't say the hardest life, but it's been very rough. It's not It's not a competition, mate, at the end of the day. It's not a competition. We're all different. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, no. Any questions about stuff? Or any any, yeah, any questions to either me or George? We're, yeah. an open, we're pretty much an open book here, guys. And we're, at the same time, if you don't want to, if you want to just listen, just listen. We're perfectly fine with that as well. Yeah, some <laughs> quick, something a little bit funny. My, um, mm -hmm. my sister, um, someone was moaning to my sister about uh, their dad's not seen him this weekend, and then my sister went, "Well, my dad's dead." And yeah, a friend went, "It's not a competition." And my sister. Yeah. Went, if, if it was, I'd win. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. We all cope with humour in my family. Yeah, yeah. My my family are very much, you make humour <laughs> about it rather than, yeah, we do, obviously we do get sad and things like that, but then our yeah. coping mechanism is usually to, make, to like try and crack a joke about it and that's that's how we all kind of cope with things. What I'll do with everything, I'll make a joke. That's when no one takes me seriously. Yeah. But um, hopefully tonight we might change that. Um, yeah. We've got, <laughs> to, um, I'll, I'll play this one from Claire. Okay. It's nice to see you doing this, lads. This is weird for me because I'm really comfortable coming on and cracking jokes and taking the mic, but was really hesitant to send this. Like, I feel quite nervous and a bit... Mm. Um, it's outside my comfort zone. I've, I'm not having a good day, to be honest. I'm really not. And I've really skirted around it with friends and family. I don't like worrying people because my moods are so erratic that I can be very, very, very low and then very, very, very high. So I don't like to worry people when I'm low when I know it will pass. So I'll just sort of say, yeah, I'm fine, even if I'm really, really not. In answer to the question, though, I'll tend to watch a film or a TV show and also a good clear out. So sometimes I'll go and clean out a drawer. It's like almost like clearing something out, clears out my mind, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that idea of clearing out something. It's um it goes back to the don't feel worried about sending in a message as well, clear. What we mean is the trolls making jokes that we don't know. The people that we do know, we're more than happy for you to talk to us about stuff because we you know, while we don't know you personally, we know, we kinda of know you. Um but on that point, um yeah, clearing out a drawer is a great thing. Um and also, what I wanted to ask you, and again, you don't have to answer this. Um, it's just something that always interests me. How I feel is that I feel it's more worrying when I'm on like a really big high. Because if I'm like in a really, really top good mood, it means that like, in a couple of days' time, I'm going to be rock bottom again. So it worries me more when I'm in a high mood than when I'm in a low mood. Yeah, you feel like this isn't going to last. Yeah, and it, you just know you're going to crash at some point soon. It's... Do you ever get that sinking feeling when you realise that you're in a good mood and your brain goes, nope? And then well, mine's, like, mine's a bit yeah, mine's a bit complex. So I don't know that I'm in a high mood, but if I like listen back or look back on conversations that I've had when I've been in that high mood, you can tell the difference. I mean, it doesn't happen to me a lot anymore at all. I mean, it happens maybe 
three times a year, something like that, where I get into this ridiculous argument. I, I, I can't remember anything of what, what was happened or how I felt at the time when I come out of it. It's the weirdest thing. And um, a family member of mine has got the same thing, but really, really severe and has spent the majority of their time in and out of um, uh, hospitals uh, for the, most of their adult life. So I think... It, genetic or not it might just because we've had a similar upbringing and stuff um but yeah no she's got really really bad and i've got a very very mild mild touch of it that's all yeah it's <sighs> mental health i have i have um, okay. obsessive thoughts mm. so my that becomes it's, it's almost it's like a form of ocd basically but with thoughts so like yeah. i said to you like i said to you, you know it, it, I, Sometimes it's bad because I'll just be obsessed about something and my brain will completely make something up. But then other times, like I was saying to you today, I've been obsessed with getting us onto Switch. So I want to learn everything. I want to bring everything. So I'm kind of using it for good things most of the time now than I'm using it for bad things. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, and so it's, it's, it's always going to be there. I'm never going to get rid of it properly. Um, so I may as well, you know, use it to to be obsessed with good things rather than bad things. Sometimes that's doing things like the Switch thing that we're doing, learning the OBS, or, and sometimes it's just being obsessed with a TV show. And I'll watch it back to back, one after the other for like a week. So I'll just try yeah. to use it for good things now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you're channeling it in the right way, and that's, that's good. Um, yeah, I don't do it every time the right way, but I'm just trying to actively use it in the right way now. Yeah, wicked. Hey. It's good, man. It's a good. It's a good way of doing it. Uh, we got some voice notes. We got one from. I actually have like a mental health damp um, during the quarantine. I kind of had like a existential crisis, and I got into like nihilism. And um, actually, nihilism isn't like a bad thing, but I kind of lost the meaning of you know living. And my friend once told me. He told me a few days ago that. It's okay, because whatever you're feeling, like even if you feel the system is broken, but you are struggling, and that is a good sign because um, your mind hasn't given up fighting the system yet. And uh, it sounds a little bit rebellious, but I think that really helps. So it's just like a piece of information and opinion of mine uh, to all the people who might have the same feeling as I do. That's really interesting. Um, so you'd have to correct us if, if I'm wrong here, um, H, um, if I can call you H. Um, but is nihilism the, um, the belief that um, life's like meaningless, you lose all belief in everything? Um, I don't really want to delve more into it until I know the exact definition of it, but I think that's what it means. So if you could let us know, and then, because I don't want to delve into it and be completely wrong. Off the top of my head, Nihilism means the rejection of all religious and moral principles in the belief that life is meaningless. You say off the top of your head, that kind of sounds like you Googled that, mate. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> when I heard the big words, I was like Googling it. Yeah, uh, but... no worries, mate. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. But yeah, yeah I, but... I, um, and that, that's what it means. The rejection of all religious and moral principles and beliefs in the life is meaningless. And if, you know it does, if, if it does mean that, yeah, no, I understand, especially with lockdown and things like that, because I've had a lot of times, um, especially over the dark months of December, January, February, I'm just sat there going, what's the point? What's the point in trying to do everything, anything? Oh, definitely. Same. And that's been a shared, that's been a shared thing for a lot of people. Yeah. This but I've felt like that since I was 16. I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing. 
until just now. Yeah. What the fuck? Sorry for swearing. I'm going to try and cut yeah. down the swearing. But <laughs> that's blown my mind. I didn't even know nihilism was a word. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Thing. Jesus, I need to go back to my therapist. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I was in therapy as well. So that was fun. Um, let's listen to more of these voice notes. These are really good. Yeah. Keep these. Thank you for sharing. Really interesting. Really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, and and I'm being educated on stuff that I thought I knew a lot about. Clearly, I don't. And thank you. Yeah. Um, two from Squish here. Uh, sending much love to you, Claire. I totally know how you feel on that respect. I have not been good for the last couple of weeks. And I even said to my mum today, I was like, I think I'm actually going to have to get my meds increased because, like... I've been suffering so badly, like, I just feel really, like, low and isolated, and there's been some, if I haven't got my daughter here, because my daughter keeps me busy, it's been really shitty, to be honest, and there's been nights where I've literally just cried myself to sleep, and, um, it's horrible, it's awful, um, and I completely relate to it, it's like a darker topic than we're used to on here, um, but, you know, I think we're human at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, pain is a part of life. Um, and it's shit. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, but Grace, there's um, some good points there, but... At the end there, the, 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 oh, yeah, just before I go into the message a little bit more, no, we, we did want to do this. It was a bit of a swerveball. Sorry, guys. We didn't really tell anyone was going to do this. It was just something we came up with. It was like, no, we to, something we'd really like to do. We have a chat about that. But um, going, just asking another question this, because when you say life is shit, do you mean in general? Because I don't know. I, te- I, I disagree. With, I completely disagree with that. Life isn't shit in general. You know, you can have shit periods of time in your life, but I don't think in general it is. I think I think there's a, a part two um, to that voice okay. note. I'll quickly listen to this. You're not on your own, Claire. Um, you know, we all know what it's like. So if you ever want to talk, my, my Instagram inbox is available. Because everyone always says to me when I'm, ha- when I'm having like a low time or something like that, they'll go, why, why don't you tell me? And I'm like, well, when I'm feeling like that low, my thought isn't. I am kind of message my mates about it. It just isn't like I feel like I just need to ride the storm out. Like, so I completely relate to that comment. Um, it's just I don't want to reach out. I kind of want to feel my feelings. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. Um, it's. It's not that I don't want to reach out. It's just that I like to. I know my own way of dealing with it, and it works. It's not destructive. Um, it it just works. I just spend time to myself. Don't want to talk to anyone, but I get through it, and that works for me. Um, so I don't. If it ever got really bad, would I reach out? Yes, probably. If it got really bad, like it has been before in the past. But at the minute, the way I deal with it, spending time to myself, I don't really want to reach out. Plus. All due respect to all of my mates and and you, of course, George, and everyone, but there's not really anyone I'd want to talk to about it, if you get what I mean. 
it's a it's a very personal thing, and a lot of yeah. people don't like oak because it takes a lot. It takes yeah, so yeah. to to because to talk about your feelings and to have feelings and emotions, society deems as weakness, but it's not weak. It's the strongest thing you could do. Yeah, it's it's weird as well because most of the time it's like, oh, why didn't talk to me about it? I'm like, because well, I don't even know what's put me in this in this mood anyway. I don't even know what's done this to me. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so there's nothing really to talk about other than I've had a shit day. Or oh, why have you had a shit day? I don't know. I just I'm having a shit day. Is, is there any need to give a reason for it, or can I just have a shit day? It's it it, it is strange because when you're annoyed at something or something's on your mind, you know what that is. You can tackle that problem, but you wake up one morning and you're like, I feel like shit. I do not know. Yeah. What- Stomach, it's, stomach's going. The anxiety's going to feel sick. I feel sick all day, but I can't be sick, and I've got no idea what's caused it. Absolutely no idea, other than I don't know. Maybe I got out the wrong side of the bed. Maybe the weather's bad. Maybe something. I don't know. It could be a multitude of different things, and I don't know what causes it. But I just know that I deal with it in my way, and I get through it after a day or two. So, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you don't want to talk about it, and that's perfectly fine as well. See, what I found that helps me is being as open as I can. So, if someone says uh, and they ask me. You know, how are you doing? Like, you're all right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not really. I'm having such a shit day. And if I go, oh, shame, I hope you feel better soon. I know I'm not going to talk to you, but carry on the conversation and not talk about how. Yeah, I'm. yeah. They're not, you know, I don't want, I don't want to bother people about, oh, these George fucking, you know, depressing again. Yeah, because no, sometimes, yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. I think you're right. I'm wrong. You've got, on both sides of the coin, you've got, you should be able to. You should be able to reach out and not feel like you're bothering them or depressing them. It's like I mean, there's, there's a time and a place. Isn't I mean, if you bumped into a mate at a petrol station and you said that, then fair enough. Now there isn't the time and the place. But if yeah. you know, if you reached out to someone that you trust and said, you know, I'm not feeling great, you'd expect a, you'd expect a good friend or a good person, someone like me. Even if I was busy, I'd say, look, I'm out at the minute, but I'll be back at so and so time. Give me a call then. Yeah. Rather than uh, all right, fair enough, and then bugger off. It's it's a time and a place, isn't it? Really, I'd I'd, I'd appreciate the effort, really, from yeah. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, let's get through these voice notes because I feel yep. like we're not loads and loads, but want to keep it up to date. So we're uh, all uh, yeah yeah same page. Claire, completely relate to the worrying about being high, Joe. Yeah. I, I totally, totally understand that. It's, I always will joke as well and I'll say, oh, what, what goes up must come down. And boy, do I come down. So, yeah, I almost like bracing myself, the impact, I guess. And, um, yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. See, this is how I get as well. My daughter recognises my highs more than me. She'll she'll say you you've been a bit manic because I'm really impulsive and my speech gets really fast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I don't always know that I'm doing it. So yeah, I I understand what you're saying, mate. Yeah, same thing. It's same thing, Claire. Uh, I'm exactly the same as you. I get erratic. I start talking, for want of a better word, bollocks. Basically. Um, and just, yeah, it's, it's, it's so odd. It's so odd. The worst, the thing I hate about it the most is the people that didn't understand it, such as when I was at work or something, I'd be sat with someone after I'd finished and I'd be talking bollocks, inverted commas, um, and the next day I'm reminded about it and I just cringe. But what they didn't realise was that effect it was having on me because they kept mentioning that I'd said this thing. 
And I didn't consciously make a decision to say this thing. That's just me with an absolutely rambling manic high. Um, like I say, luckily, doesn't really happen to me anymore, but it, it does occasionally, and it makes me feel low, cringy, and just awful for about a week. Yeah. It's... So with, with the... Well, I'll go through these... We'll go through these voice notes. And yeah, I've let's keep up to date with these guys. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that is what I understand as well. Uh, but there is a very important thing in nihilism, which is actually ultimately pretty optimistic, is that the meaning of life is in your hand and you can create um, the meaning of your life. There is no, like, a purpose of your life, that so to speak. So it would be something like... Um, it's have you watched a uh, Disney movie called Soul? I think that is a way of uh, talking about nihilism and existential crisis and a pretty good film. I would recommend everyone to watch it if you have an existential crisis like me. I have seen that film. I have seen that film. Um, I've not seen it all the way through because unfortunately I fell asleep, put it on really late at night, but Yes, no, I get, I get the, um, I get the analogy there because, and I also understand with nihilism, I suppose, you don't believe in a greater meaning of life, but you've got a personal purpose, and that personal purpose is to be the person that you want to be, not what anybody else wants you to be. It's a beautiful film. I've seen it, and I was, yeah. also, I was like, I'm not getting it, and then I watched it and I thought about it, and I was like. Wow, that hit me. It hit me afterwards when I when I thought about it. So I was looking out for the points where they highlight mental health. And if you watch it innocently, you're just watching a film about a guy who gets mm -hmm. trapped in his body. And then spoilers, sorry. Um, and then you think about it afterwards and the whole plot of the film. And, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, without we won't spoil it for anyone. Just go and watch it. It's a, it's a great film and does. It's a very very good analogy of nihilism, really. Yeah, it's really it's honestly so good. Um, right, it's Taco, hello. It's really interesting what you're saying because uh, I have insomnia where I only sleep two to four hours per night and that means I get so much time over and spending that time is sometimes really, really difficult and now during Corona and things, like you said, during the dark months, it's really difficult on what to do, especially in the middle of the night on finding things to actually do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that must be... I've Luckily, I haven't uh, touched wood. I've, I've not suffered with insomnia. Um, but I wouldn't like it. But it, yeah, it's, it's what to do. And I mean, that's the sort of thing that we're discussing tonight, really, is, um, you know, different ways of what we do, um, our experiences with it, what, what works for us personally. Because obviously, something that works for me isn't going to work for somebody else. Something that works for George isn't going to work for some person, then some things might. So... Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of discussing through that tonight. So hopefully, hopefully, we give you an idea of something to do. Yeah, and also, if anybody's listening and not sending any voice notes, but they might have some advice for anybody that like uh, Taco there um, who has insomnia, or you might share the same um, same thing, or you know someone that has it, and this is how they cope, or what you would recommend, because um, I. I love my sleep, and I I would be set, I'd, like, I'd, I'd be depressed not having sleep. Yeah, that's just, it's, that just like I say, touch what I've never suffered with it, but it's something that I would never want yeah. to suffer with either. It's just it sounds like absolute hell. 
it's so yeah. But hopefully great. now that now the months are getting lighter and it's not the darker months anymore. Hopefully you're coping a little bit better with it, Taco. Um, I don't know. Let, let let us know, mate. Let us know how you're getting on. Yeah, and let us know how you're doing today as well. Um, so we've got Stu Wilson and then we've got Claire. Then we're all caught up. I uh, work in a hospital, and since about this time last year, I've watched many of my friends and colleagues just uh, mentally kind of go numb. Um, and you kind of, uh, you see them wandering about the corridors of the hospital, and they're just all kind of on autopilot. But um, I will say that now that the lockdown restrictions are being eased somewhat, Everybody does seem to have just a little bit more light in their eyes, just a bit more brightness about their day. And for the sake of uh, George's mental health, I'll, I'll just point out here, I don't actually have a problem with him, but most of the time when I'm saying things, it just comes out like some sort of a massive dig at George, but it's not intentional. Not <laughs> we know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we know. We know. And the, on the other, it's a bit of a joke that we, that we kind of twist the listeners' words to make it sound like that, but we, we, we both know that you don't you don't mean it. Um, it's my fault for twisting it, so I'll I'll own that one. But um <laughs> I I know when hating me because I I just look at the comments on my TikTok and that's yeah. how, uh if someone genuinely despises me. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can't so, you can't please everyone. But no we know we know that we know that you you enjoy us both. It's my fault for twisting your words. But um on your point of the people in the hospital walking around and they've just kind of gone numb to it. I relate to that in a sense from my time in the armed forces. It breaks you down, doesn't it? So you see the guys coming back from, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, places like that, and they just have this just kind of like, like a zombie-ish look where they're just moving about, like, you know, just getting on with a day. Eventually, eventually um, a lot of them come out of this, um, and unfortunately, a lot of them don't come out of this and they carry on like it. So, no, I I can relate to you on that on that point. I have seen that myself. Yeah, it's it's mental. I I can't relate to that specifically. I've got a lot of friends that were in the military, <laughs> and they've never been the same. They can't get a normal civilian job. I've had a, a mate that tried to be a postman. Um, yeah, yeah. Just most simple, non-violent job possible. It's- yeah, it's such an odd transition, mate. I mean, even me, that was never, you know, I was in the navy, so he was, was never, he was far away from the violence when it came down to it. Um, but it's just because of the way that you're trained. So the basic training, what they do is they break you down to nothing, yeah. and then they build you back up to how they want you to be. So you know, a lot of the guy. I mean, I was lucky in a sense that I joined at eighteen, so I'd already had two jobs by this point. I knew how the real world worked. Um, so therefore, that's why I probably didn't get on there because when something wasn't right and I wasn't being treated right, I'd call it out. I said, "No, you can't do that to me because that's just not right." So I got in a lot of trouble in the armed forces for my mouth. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but then the guys that had joined at sixteen and were leaving at like you know thirty, forty years old, they'd never been in the real world. So it's almost like you're stuck in a time warp. And they like to say they're all modern now. Newsflash: shock horror. They're not. Um, they're still stuck in the 1970s um, and that's why a lot of guys come out and they can't adjust to normal civilian life because they just don't know how to yeah it's like my mate the mate Dean uh, who you know left the, left the army became a postman and was like I can't he doesn't want a civilian job so he just he's now um, 
back in the army. It's yeah, no, yeah, a lot of guys do. I mean, I wouldn't go to that extreme, rejoin, because I despised it that much. And um, we'll probably go into that at some point later. But uh, no, I can completely understand why people do, because they're so used to it. I mean, there are some great points to be in the armed forces, some fantastic times. I've had some of the best stories I've ever been, I've ever told in, in my time in the Navy. But on the same point, some of the worst times of my life were when I was there. And I've never had any worse than that. So it's yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one that. It it is it is mad there, because the army the uh, the military any sort of military they they promote it to be this big family and this big thing, but they they cut out the stuff you know that makes people leave. Yeah, it isn't it isn't a big family. They're not very good with mental health. They're not very good when you leave. They're not. It's it's all a complete lie. All it is is systematic systematic bullying, racism. You name it, it's all part and parcel of it. It's it's horrific, the other side of that fence. Yeah, you look at the um, the amount of homeless soldiers we have in the streets. Yeah, yeah, I was um, I was downgraded for um, suffering with anxiety, so I was medically downgraded, which means I couldn't do my normal job. Um, so they put you in a different place to work, which is also singling you out as there's something wrong with you because you can't. Yeah. So basically, if you've got because I had a mental health issue, I wasn't allowed to work on the helicopters because I was feeling depressed. So they took me off it. So what was that? That just planted a great big target on my back for, mm. oh, there's the mental guy. He's not safe to work on the helicopters. But, you know, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm not psychotic. Yeah. Still you know, there's do... people that check. Yeah, there's people that check my work after me. I'm signing out. I've got to sign it and someone checks my work and signs it off after me. I'm not going to dismantle a helicopter because you physically can't. So all they did was alienate me. And I remember um, a chief, so he was three ranks above me, walked past me in the corridor, and he said, I'm going to pretend to be mental, so I get an easy job too. That was a chief of 30 years in the Royal Navy. The people that you're meant to look up to. Yeah. And he it's... wasn't the only one. That was their way of dealing with mental health. That was their way of dealing with it. A lot of places like that are very bully boy, bully boy culture, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. It's all. It's all. Um, oh, banter. No, it isn't banter. It's bullying. Yeah, it's bullying only... because if it's banter, I'd be laughing. I'm not. I'm locking myself in my room and crying, dreading the next day at work. That's not banter. No, it's not. It's really not. I'm sorry that's happened to you. Some people are just no. It's... Like I say, I'm still, it still angers me a bit that it happened, um, yeah. but it's, it's a time in my life that's gone now. It's shaped me into the person I am now, so I'm not regretful that I did it because I wouldn't be where I am now without that. And like I say, when I say I did, I did, I did call it out when it was people of the same rank as me. But when there's a person two ranks above me, you can't call it out. You just get punished. You lose yeah. your weekend. You know, so it's just it's such a shit place to be. But um, before I go on to a massive run, let's get through these voicemails because I don't, I don't want to miss anyone. Thanks, Squish. Same goes for you, mate. I'm exactly the same. Don't particularly feel like reaching out when I feel like that. I haven't really got anything to say, um, which is a first. Um, But yeah, I appreciate it. Um, On regards to what you you were saying earlier, I am also awful with caffeine, like really, really, really sensitive to it. So I can only really tolerate about one cup of tea at best a day. I also had to stop drinking 20 months ago, alcohol, because that's not good for my mental health either. And now I've put on so much weight that 
I'm now having to curb that big time. So I am feeling a little bit like deprived, I think is the word I'm looking for. Like almost a bit sorry for myself, like why can other people do these things? It don't affect them, blah, blah. I can get a little bit woe is me and I don't like that side of me. I think that's fair. I think it is fair because it's not woe is me. It's it's like, okay, so I must stop that. I must stop that. I must stop that. So, yeah, you can of course you can be, of course you can be pissed off about that. Because anybody can be pissed off about that. It's not it's not woe is me really. But I know what I know what she means. Like the feeling of like feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, not, but, but we should be allowed to. Of course, of course, in in small increments. But then you get you have like. You feel sorry for yourself, and then your brain tells you, like, um, oh, stop feeling sorry for yourself. And then you get into this rut of, like, oh, I fucking hate feeling sorry for me. Because I do it all the time. Like, I literally, I get to the point where I'm so sad and I feel so sorry for myself. I just feel like I'm being pathetic and that I need to just cheer up because I'm listening to myself. I wouldn't give this advice to anyone else. But I, I get to a stage where literally the other day I was sat, I was so depressed, I shot up, I was like, right, well, the fag going outside i'm getting some air and i'm cheering up because if i don't cheer up i'm gonna throw myself out a window and i, I can't be bothered i can't bother the ag with my for myself yeah. from everyone. and i just i just talk myself out of a situation okay yeah i, I understand that i understand that and I, yeah i do quite get like that yeah where i so, will just loudly say just fuck off to myself so my part of my anxiety is like stomach pains so i get like random stomach pains and that kicks off my anxiety. I think I'm dying then. So like, yeah, I'll get a random stomach pain. So I'll jump up and just go, fuck off. You know, get really, really angry with it. And then I replace it with anger, just being angry at myself. Yes. And I, feel, I find anger as a motivator. That's why I do boxing. That's why I go to the gym. That's it. Yeah. Everything. Just that power. That you just feel stronger for being not angry at anyone else. I'm always angry at myself. I don't take out anything on anyone. Yeah, but I know it, what you mean. I know what you mean. It's yeah. like good anger. It's like good oh, so, anger. Like, right? It's more determination than anger. Yeah. So I feel like when I'm in this mood, I have two parts of me, Ed, right? So Mm. one side is sad, depressed, anxiety-ridden George, and the other side is me. The the, You know, it's all me, but you know what I mean? The the strong side. Yeah, yeah, okay. Helps other people and, and, you know, tells jokes. I want to fucking grab the other part and just shake me until I stop being a miserable bastard. Because I yeah. hate it and I can't help it. It's horrible. It is horrible. But yeah. um, I understand it completely. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'm getting angry thinking about how perfect. Yeah, I yeah, no, no, Elf. I know. I, I get the same. I get the same thing. It's either I'm either cringing or I'm furious at myself. But that but fury I'm, kind of turns it furiously. It's, 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 anger isn't a bad word. I don't think. I don't think. I think you're allowed to be angry. You can be angry at yourself. I play football angry. It's the best yeah. way to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, I play table tennis really angry, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah, angry, angry isn't angry isn't a bad word. It's not a bad thing to be angry as long as you're angry in the right situation. So that, for example, if that works for you, then that's good anger. Yeah, get it out, use it. Positive anger. It's the same with yeah. like when I gym, I'm doing a heavy weight. Like I, I I'm proper. I'm not. I'm one of those. Oh, you just I'm scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, probably if I've got a big weight, I'm going for it. I don't care. I'm breaking decibels. Yeah, that's so, good anger. Yeah, it helps. Like you just find this source, and it, you feel it rise. Like yeah, I don't want to talk about 
me too much, but like when you're boxing and they you say to throw a punch, you've got to feel the energy from your feet all up your... Uh... Yeah, yeah, we had similar in... Um... I've done, yeah. I've done a, couple, a few martial arts, and we've had some. We've had some. You yeah, have similar in that. So yeah, no, I get it. You can feel the whole, oh, your, your whole, whole body's body. behind it. Yeah, I completely what? understand that. And then you got like a, a burst of adrenaline, and then that's that's what I want. I want to give myself that adrenaline rush. Bill, yeah. because it's been ten minutes since you last sent a voice note. So uh, <laughs> we'll, um, yeah, play this. Uh, I also suffer somewhat with insomnia. And I found that the hours awake at night were particularly dull, particularly boring, and caused me quite a lot of stress because I was constantly thinking, oh man, you know, I've only got six hours left, I've only got five hours left. How much sleep can I get before now? You know, if I go to sleep right now, I'll get four hours. And um, so I started learning a language. <laughs> so I started learning a new language using Duolingo. So now, you know, Yo hablo español. <laughs> yes, because you also spoke German as well, didn't you, uh, to Joe the other day? Um, so, Taco, if you're listening, um, there's a, that's a great one. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, learn another language because not only it's fun with Duolingo because you play little games with it and stuff like that, but not only that, if you're into it, it's actually a really good thing to have on your CV to speak another language. Yeah, I can barely scrape English. Um, so, as most of you will know, when I go to read out the names, I'll still do a name thing. Um, <laughs> going to try and read out some names. That'll cheer people up because I cannot talk. Um, <laughs> awesome. Right. Uh, should we listen to this next voice note and then this open forum? So this is, Na- there we go, Nath- Nathrodimus. I think that's it. We'll see. Hey, guys. Nice to hear talk about uh, mental health. Greetings from Germany. You're doing good. Thank you for your work. My, hey, my brother. My brother in Germany. Yeah, he's now live, so he can't hear us respond. But if he listens back, we appreciate your, your voice note. Um, yeah, thank you. You might be him a follow, Joe. You might have a German compadre. Yes, yes, because um, if you do listen back, I'm also in Germany. I'm just uh, between Mannheim and Frankfurt. And if you're ever in Nottingham, hit your boy up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no more voice notes, guys. So, feel free to send in whatever you want. If you just want to listen, it's absolutely fine too. Um, I think a podcast like this is sometimes good to have a deep monotone voice uh, to keep you soothed. So, yeah. I'm grateful I sound like a plank of wood for once. Um, <laughs> We've got uh, another voice note from Ian. We'll play that. So I listened to the po- the part that you talked about anger. And I think anger is like, you know, in mental health, I think it is very important to acknowledge every kind of emotions that you can have. But I think um, something very important about anger is that some people would kind of replace other emotion into anger because they don't know how to express it. For example, like in a lot of culture, people say that, oh, you shouldn't cry or a uh, there's nothing to be sad about. And then, you know, instead of expressing those emotions, you just turn it into anger because it is something that you can actually like, kind of like let it out and people would actually blame you less 
you know, and I think that is also like kind of unhealthy. I just want to mention that because I used to be angry. Um, yeah, no, no I, I was just the point that I was making was that I don't think there is any singular emotion that is bad, as yeah. as in all bad. I think that, like you say, you have to um, understand every emotion you have, uh, and you know, you notice the difference between good. Anger is a very good example to use. There's lots of different examples to use, but anger is a very good one because you can have good anger and bad anger. So that that was the only point that I was making that I don't think any human emotion is, in essence, a bad thing to have. Yeah. Um, so one one point I want to make about that is mm-hmm. recognizing your emotions. Now yeah. that's what I had to do because I I was very angry, very, a very angry teenager and young adult um, from the ages. You know, even before my dad died, I was angry for no reason, and I didn't know why. And it was about trying to understand why am I angry? Why am I feeling like this? What has made me this angry? Um, do I need to? Do I need to react like this? Is the, is it worth getting angry? Is it worth my oxygen being wasted? And majority of the time, it wasn't. But I would I would punch things. I would lash out. I, would, I was I was a fucking I was horrible. Not yeah, I take it. I take it you understand understand it better now. Yeah, my nan's still got a dent in her fridge where I just went downstairs and punched it. I've got scars on my walls where I've punched brick walls. It's it's psychotic, Hmm. but it's it. I didn't. I couldn't help it. It's just something in me. Like I've got to eat something. I've got to eat something, and it was like a release. But it wasn't because then for three days after, I got a broken knuckle and I got scabs all over my hands. Yeah. So you you took is that what is that what um led you into boxing and things like that yeah 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 boxing. so you had an actual outlet for it rather than just being it's not an outburst you've got an outlet to release uh, yeah. the right place to release that and and boxing i didn't do it for long but I, after this lockdown i was saying before flaming pandemic that i was going to get back into boxing i just sort my knee out just wear my, uh, my knee brace but uh um yeah yeah i was i was going to um get back into it and all I've done is put weight on during the lockdown so I've got a ton of weight to lose a dodgy knee and to get back into boxing um, as well as run a successful podcast well a podcast <laughs> 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 a podcast um, which we're going to do big things with so keep tuned stay tuned um, yeah it's so understanding your emotions is fantastic and it and it helps and out fi- a lot and, yeah and finding the right outlet for them yeah, so um, if you're if you were an angry person like me, uh, boxing I would recommend any form of martial art. But boxing it teaches you discipline, how to control your anger, how to control your emotion. Because yeah. in football I'll play whatever, but when it comes to competitive fighting, you have to play. You you have to be smart with your anger. You can't go in swinging because you'll blow yourself out. It teaches you, and you literally I use boxing breathing techniques. In everyday life, so if yeah, someone is really pissing me off, I will breathe. Good things out Hang them out. It's... Plus, you get, it's ex- plus it's exercise. It's it's dopamine. It's all good dopamine. Yeah. It's exercise. It makes you feel good. So yeah, no, I agree. Um, if if you want to get get into it, if that'd help you. Yeah, it's not it's not cheap, but you can find some decent boxing gyms. And a lot of a lot of boxing. This is what I love about boxing. A lot of boxing gyms are mental health health advocates. And they're very, very good when it comes to um, yeah. When it when it comes to you know promoting mental health, and they they 
teach in a certain way to make people you know understand and learn not these tips just in the ring but in life in general they're fantastic yeah no, yeah i had exactly exactly the same with it i did um karate jiu-jitsu um yeah. and all sorts and yeah no i, I completely agree completely with you on it brilliant uh, let's get some through some of these voice notes we've got one from orbital guitars hey mate hey uh, charlie new listener thank you and aussie davis get through some of these hi guys okay yeah, I know the uh, pandemic has brought a lot of people down. A lot of my friends are really suffering and down. I think the only thing that really saved me um, from, uh, a di- I mean, we all get a little bit off, I think, in these times, but I was definitely uh, saved by the fact that uh, I can play and write music, and I completely rebuilt my pinball machine. Um, I think the idle hands thing here is huge. Like, if you keep yourself busy, it helps so much. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for pop- thanks for popping on. Thanks for popping on, Greg. And that's the, a a pinball machine. That's awesome. And B, yeah, no, it's, it's any form of art, like we said. You know, play writing, playing music. Um, like you, you, you write jokes. Um, I do production stuff. Um, yeah, no, if you've got a form of art, it's such a great. It's up there with sport. It's such a great outlet to, you know, escape. Let just let your mind escape for a bit. Yeah, he's he's really good. And a pinball machine is probably the most American hobby. Uh, <laughs> but but, but so, I want one. Yeah, and I really, <laughs> really want a pinball machine, but my room's not big enough. It's already got enough. Yeah. I really want a pinball. It's great. Yeah, sounds um, amazing. George is crying now. Um, right. <laughs> Listen to some of these. We got some good voice notes coming in. We see some yep. transcripts. So, yeah, sorry, I got caught off. Um, so, like, I was angry, like, when I was younger, very often. And then I realized that at some point it was just frustration and sadness and everything all together. And I couldn't process it. And it just became anger and just lashed out on someone else. So, yeah, just want to mention that. Yeah, yeah I think is... I think you yeah you, you covered that didn't you George where you said that you was lashing out other things until you managed to find the right place to do it. Yeah. Um, now I found other outlets. Um, so it's things like your car meets and stuff like that. What you go to that's that yeah. keeps you, you know, keeps your mind active, doesn't it? Before I was just doing this, yeah, no, just doing this podcast with you helps me. It's just because I'm in the day. You you know well you know what I'm doing in the day with the production and things like that and trying to get people excited about it so yeah that keeps me going i suppose that's my form of art and do you know what just just to respond to what you just said when Mm. i'm when i like when i get a really stressful day at work which is most days because i have a stressful job and then i can see my phone lighting up in the corner just your name popping up like every sort of 10, 20 minutes. And it's you with a little update of what you've done in the last 10, 20 minutes. And it's, <laughs> I, I love this man. <laughs> so <laughs> Usually done some like mad shit or learned something new or done something. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> we didn't even have um, a lot for Twitch. Now we've got a full setup. Um, got a full setup, yeah. I just need to buy the equipment, which is payday next Friday. Come in. Get yeah. him. Be poor again, but yeah, be worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a sweet yeah. talk to girlfriend on my birthday on Monday. Yeah, yeah, tune in on Monday's show for 
for Joe's birthday. But uh, yeah, we'll get through some of these voice notes. And yeah, let's just go in. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Join in and sharing. It's, I did not expect this. I genuinely thought we'd have three people. It would be me and Joe talking about how sad we are. But no, but no it was... No. It was really, it's been really good, and um, I'm so glad that we could we could do this and you could join. So, thank you. Right, Charlie. Hello. Um, I just want to say that this is so refreshing to hear other people talking about mental health. I'm not going to share um my experience today. I know that that is part of the show, um, but I feel like if anyone has dropped in any shows that I've been doing or or talking on, um, I have been talking quite a lot about it, and that's why. I'm I'm saying to you, it's just so nice to hear other people talking about it uh, and people getting involved and sharing those experiences so that we can support and learn from each other. So, yeah, great job. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Like I say, we we don't really need people. We're not forcing people to come forward with their experiences of it. It's just been quite um, humbling that so many people have said it and yeah. it's, it's been lovely for everyone to join in and you know it's, it's, I've, I've learned things already and we've only been going for what 40 an hour I've learned things already yeah. so it's, it's been, been a very humbling experience so thank you for the kind comments I really appreciate it we'll keep, we'll keep going we've got Aussie Dave but wicked thank you guys alright boys last message on my way to work now uh, fucking great show great show boys Love your work. Love you guys. Uh, I think that's what I mean. I don't know. I, I, have, uh, I have lots of love in my life. Uh, love my partner. Love music. Love my good friends. Love stereo. Uh, I try and take care of myself because, uh, you know... I fucking nearly died 18 years ago and I think it's, uh, maybe that, uh, set off a flame up my ass or something. It's sort of like, you nearly died, you fucking cunt. Uh, it's time to fucking enjoy your life, so I try and do that every day. All right, boys, cheers. Cheers. I didn't know that about yours, Dave, um, but yeah, no, that probably would. I, I, I've got no experience of that, but I probably would have. I know friends that have had similar experiences and they've ended up, you know, sort of having a new, no pun intended, but having a new lease of life to go on and do things that they wouldn't have otherwise done and seen like a much more positive outlook. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't know. That's, that's, that's incredibly interesting. It's a great way to look at it. Yeah. It is. So, uh, enjoy your work, man. Um, one more day. It's the weekend for you. Um and- no, I think he's no, he's on his last days in Australia. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm um, I'm I'm on Australian time today because today's my I'm not at work tomorrow. Today's my Friday. Yeah, he's you both on your last day then. But no, thank you for the kind words as well, Aussie Dave. We love having you join in with the shows. You're a, you're a big part of our lives. Yeah, he's he's always nice. He gets a random message on Instagram as well. Always checks my day out. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I think we've mentioned it loads where we'll do something to say cheers, and yeah. we'll say cheers, and cheers. even that makes me smile. Even yeah, when I'm sad, I'll I'll do something to say cheers, and I'm like, oh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> thank thank you for that, Dave, as well. Yeah, thank you. Because now for the rest of my life, I'm pretty sure if anyone says cheers, I'm going to think of 
An Australian man. Yeah. <laughs> on his bike. On his, on his tractor. I love your yeah, tractor. On his, on his tractor, saying cheers. No, thank you, Aussie. <laughs> cheers, mate. Right, let's uh, get through to this. I have a question about boxing because I've thought about trying that, but um, a introverted person as I am, um, it's kind of hard to go to a place and interact with people just that I can do something that I might like. Then, like, I took dancing classes, um, and to be honest, I love it. But the fact that I have to be in a huge class and look in the mirror of myself really just made me want to escape. Um, do you have that problem or you are, you never have a problem to like step in a place that's full of strangers? This is a um, good one, George. And obviously I want you to answer this, but I'm going to add an extension to that because I also want to ask a similar question. Um, so as a kid, didn't bother me going to Cortez and things like that. But then sort of as I've become the last couple of years, I've wanted to get yeah. back into um, MMA. And I've even like, you know, booked in free training sessions and things like that. And I'll get as close to the door. But then I'm like, oh, no, there's loads of people in there. I don't know. And I don't look like a dick. And then I walk yeah. away and leave it. So I've never actually made it back into the gym. Okay. What I would recommend is personal one-on-one sessions with a coach. You can get that. It doesn't always need to be uh, a group activity. So I always did a group activity anyway. But <clears throat> you can you can get one-on-one -on -one sessions with a personal trainer that specialises in uh, martial arts. Uh, so for you, it would be MMA. Um, and you can get personalised boxing coaches or you can just go to a, a gym. And a lot of people are, you know, coaches of of boxing, MMA, whatever, just um, as well as working at a gym. Um, there's always, always places on Facebook, uh, Craigslist ads or, or wherever. One-on-one -on -one sessions, if you're not confident enough or within yourself uh, with, with strangers, I would recommend one-on-one -on -one training. It might be a bit more expensive, but you're paying for peace of mind. And, and just off the top of my head... Um... If you've got a friend, they'll go with you just for the first couple of sessions till you settle yeah. in. Because thinking back to when I was a teenager, when I restarted, started up karate again, um, and for the first two sessions, I went with a friend because I felt very self-conscious about going on there and went with a friend. He kind of dropped out. But by that point, I was comfortable there because I kind of knew everyone. So maybe that, if, if you can't afford or you don't want to do the one-on-one, -on -one, maybe see if someone will go with you for the first couple. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. That is a good shout. Um me personally, I don't mind doing some big groups. I can understand completely where you're from, uh, coming from because I, I I was bullied profusely as a child. I was yeah. ginger for a start. Specky, I had braces. My, my middle name's Cornelius. I, the yeah. list is endless, right? Yeah. I shouldn't have shared that on there. But no, it's the same space. It's the same space. Yeah. Um, How did you feel um, day one of the... Uh, eight week ultra comedy thing when you was walking into the room then oh mate my arsehole was going like a parrot's eyeball yeah yeah it was it was an odd feeling wasn't it I mean that was um, so what I did to make sure that I followed through with it was I told everyone that I was doing it uh, I told my boss at work that I had to swap my shifts because I, that was do I can't do Tuesday nights anymore because that's what I'm doing Tuesday nights so I'd already got everything in place so then it was kind of like I can't not do it now and that was the only thing that got me through the door 
Yes. Oh my and it became, god. And it became the best thing that I've ever done in my life, ever. Yeah. I I do I, I do the same thing. I start telling people before I've started doing it. Yeah. Tell people and become become accountable for someone that you're doing it, and then you do end up going to do it. So yeah, no, it's that's that's what got me through the door that first day. But that was that was so daunting. I mean, it was worse. You had a massive group of people, didn't you? We only had what yeah, seven we... in the end. We had like yeah. seven, but I think no, twelve. I think we had twelve in the end, but we never had more than eleven people at one time. So we had a much smaller group, but no, it was, it was still just daunting. Yeah. Until, until about week three, week three it was, when I, was when I settled down a bit. Yeah, it's it, it's scary. It, it, it's very scary doing something new in front of people, and I completely, like I said, completely understand. Well, for me, it wasn't even new. It was just I don't, I don't know. It's just something that I went back to that just I don't know. I, I put more pressure on it than what I should have done, really. But that's what we. I think we all do that, don't we? Because we all want to do it to the best of our ability every time. Of course, yeah, definitely. Um, we get through these voice notes, but if you want to ask any more about. Uh, boxing, it's, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic outlet. Um, for or, or, com- or comedy. Comedy's great. <laughs> comedy. Sometimes it just feels good to hit people. Um, it's, really, it's really weird. I've, <laughs> I've, um, I enjoy. I enjoy being punched in the face, not unprovoked, not randomly in the street. Yeah, he means boxing. In a controlled environment. Yeah, <laughs> because I, the adrenaline rush I get is absolutely insane. I got, in, I had a, I had a fight, and my nose wouldn't stop bleeding, um, and I lost the fight in the first round. I was fuming, so I got a technical yeah. knock because my note. But I looked at the ref, like, because um, the guy was punching down my head guard, so I couldn't see. I'm already blind about glasses as it is, and he was cheating. So I'm looking at the ref to go sort him out, but my nose is pissing with blood and I got a mouth guard in and it just it just didn't look right to the ref. But after that shower I was having a shower afterwards. I was shadow boxing, my hands were shaking, I was I was full of energy and I love that feeling. It's the best feeling you'll ever have. Uh, honestly it's amazing. So definitely definitely get into it if you can. And when you get off stage after a after a good gig as well, that's a great feeling. Um yeah. I'll stop talking about me now. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll listen Listen to H. By the way, I just saw that Joe is in Germany. Which city are you in? I'm also living in Germany and I'm in Berlin. Um, honestly, this like lockdown um, isn't doing any good for for me personally. I think like for no one, to be honest. But like as an expat in a foreign country, it's especially hard. Yes, very good, very good point. So um, I'm just north of Mannheim, just south of Frankfurt. Um, also Berlin, I love Berlin. It's one of my most favourite cities I've ever visited. Um, so I, I kind of I, I knew Germany before we moved here, but uh, me and my partner Rowan, we moved here um, in November, and it was literally just as the full lockdown happened again here. Um, so for the whole time that I've been here. I've not really left my apartment because we've got the 50, we had the 15 kilometer radius that you're allowed to travel. Um, shops have been short, things like that. So our, our whole plan of moving here was um, uh, Rowan had her job to go to um, and I was going to, you know, go get a job in a bar, part-time job in a bar, um, build the life, learn the language, um, basically make our social life um, aspects of it. And obviously I haven't had that chance. So especially with learning the language has been difficult. So 
my reading and writing of German, of German are quite good. I can understand something I read. Um, I read the news in German. I can just about write in German as well. But speaking wise, I'm awful at it because I haven't spoken to anyone. There's no, I haven't spoken to anyone in German. So, so yeah, no, I completely, I understand that it is, it is tough, but I just thought I'd give you some background as to how my move here came about. Hmm. And it's, I couldn't, I couldn't live in another country personally. Um, I miss my family too much. Living in Nottingham's hard enough. They're all in Milton Yeah. Queens. I suppose you could, well, the most majority of my adult life I've left away, from, I've moved away from family. And I don't want to say my family aren't close because we are, but it's, we don't see each other all the time. It's, it's just, we've never like, you have gone, your own like, life. Every, yeah, pretty much. And then it's just, we just, every now and again, oh, I'm just, I'm popping around, uh, I've seen a minute more, I'm popping around with a bottle of wine. And that'd be it. We'd spend all day together then. So we are close, but we don't see each other all the time. We're quite happy in our own lives, doing our own things, sort of thing. Yeah, you don't always need to be around around people to to so they know that you appreciate them. And it's just no, there's a little. No. Um, we've got some we've got some old voice notes. We've got Greg. Okay. Cheers, Greg. Yeah, it's super American. I know. What can I say? <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh, but funnily enough, uh, one of the machines I have right now is the uh, Who. Tommy machine, so it's like super duper British uh, <laughs> while being super American at the same time. Anyway, <laughs> peace. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair play. Yeah, that's, that's your argument. It's, it's a British American pinball machine. That still, that still sounds so cool, though. That does. It sounds awesome. And it's the who. I really want it. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Would that be? Uh, right, we got another voice note. Hey guys, um, I don't know if you can hear this, obviously, because I'm out, but, um, and I'm going to, oh shit, sorry, someone just spilled a drink all over me, but if you're, if you can hear this, I hope you have a good night, um, I don't know if you can hear this, obviously, because I'm going to leave as soon as, uh, soon after, but I hope you have a good night, both of you. Okay, cheers, Rosie. Thank you, Rosie. I don't, I don't think you've listened to this one, have you? So we'll we give you the benefit of the doubt on that. No, it's fine. Bless her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Next. Um, I just read the bio from Joe. I hope that's your name because that's your username. That you're in Germany. Um, I'm also in Germany. I live in Berlin since 2016. And um, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's hard to be an expat during quarantine. I mean, it's hard enough already without quarantine so yeah send you guys a lot of uh, lots of love and um yeah it's a great show um learned a lot and um also happy to know that i'm not alone and yeah have a great evening i guess to you guys thank you was that i think it, it, was, it wasn't like message. it wasn't i think it was no i think it was okay. the first one must have cut off and then we got the rest of the message at the end so that makes sense uh, right uh we've got we've got another one from h and i'm very sorry i think i sent the same kind of voice uh, message twice because the first one it showed that it wasn't sent out but it actually did um yeah but sorry about that and have a good night hey Thanks. joe was bang on the money day wasn't he yeah, <laughs> bang on the money, and Absolutely that was um, but yeah, 
Thank you, everyone, for 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 sharing so far. That was it's really it's really nice to to hear from you all. Um, let's just give a, a shout out to the people that are still yeah still here, and we'll uh, we'll probably end it here, and then uh, yeah, we'll probably do another one in a few weeks. But I hope I hope that you you join us. Um, for the next one, I can't speak. It's been. I'm, I'm, no, I hope you, yeah. Right, you, you, do, you do. You do. You. Let me, let, I'll, I've got this. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining. Um, it's been. It's been nice to um, not just dick around all night, basically, and speak about a topic that's very close to our hearts. Um, if you go on our link tree, we've got um, part of it on there now, and uh, we've got George's added um, all different mental health support contacts, uh, websites, things like that that you can. Um, Get on. Um, I'm going to put a load in our Discord as well. Um, and there's a special channel in there now for people you see you talk about mental health. And also on top of it, I think I speak for both me and Georgia. If you feel like you want to tell us something, you can talk to us. We will talk, we're there to talk. Um, it's completely confidential. We're there to talk. We're there to help where we can. We're not professionals. So, so please don't take us as professionals. But we can just advise as best as we can. And I just want to reiterate the fact to say thank you for everyone being so open and honest tonight and taking part and to the listeners that haven't taken part, I hope that you've taken something from this yourself. Um, and yeah, no, I'm looking forward to doing more of these. I've really enjoyed it. It's yeah. I can't speak right now. I I'm actually happy and sad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird, but um, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed. Thank you. And the, and the people, the people that have, someone, someone's got on our link tree because we've just got a follow on Twitter. So <laughs> thank you. Um, honestly, guys, thank you for the, for everyone clapping up now. It, it feels like we're getting a standing ovation. Um, <laughs> back in the show don't again. Push. Um, don't, yeah, don't push it right <laughs> at the end. But no, um, thank you everyone. Just like Joe said, I can't really set this together. Um, I'm, I'm going to go get some air. But yeah, thank you so much. It's been a lovely uh, evening. We'll see you on Monday for Monday Moans and Joe's birthday. It's going to be sick. We'll see you all then. See you then. Goodbye, guys. Cheers, guys. <laughs>